0: Hello and good morning, everybody. This is Father Edward Looney here. And we are here today on Wednesday for our weekly program, Cup of St. Joe, where we serve you an espresso shot of teaching and devotion to St. Joseph. Today, I'm very blessed to be joined with Richard May. Richard May and I met a number of years ago. He's a member of the Mariological Society of America, which I currently serve as the vice president of. And uh, he has given papers for our conference in the past. Uh, Nicholas Black Elk was one of his most recent ones. Uh, He's a very man, a a strong, a man of strong faith uh, in the Eucharist and Mary and really wishes to share that devotion with others. You could really call him a Catholic evangelist. Uh, really wanting to share the good news of our Catholic faith. So I'm very blessed that Richard agreed to join me today to talk a little bit about different devotions to St. Joseph, and particularly a devotion that he kind of crafted himself. So welcome to Cup of St. Joe, Richard May.
1: Well, Father, it's great to be here, and I say hi to everyone listening. I hope you enjoy this program here on a very important topic, St. Joseph, in the year of St. Joseph.
0: Yeah, we're very blessed by our Holy Father to have declared the year of St. Joseph. And, you know, St. Joseph, probably an overlooked saint by many different individuals. Uh, Probably not a lot of people as devoted to him as as they could be. Lots of people are devoted, of course, to the Blessed Mother, to other saints, but maybe St. Joseph, the person who was silent in the scriptures, doesn't speak a word in the pages, that he kind of is overlooked by many. And so Pope Francis really has invited us to look at St. Joseph this special year to increase our devotion to him. Lots of people are doing that, especially through Don- Father Donald Calloway's book, Consecration of St. Joseph. And I know that you've had a devotion to St. Joseph for a while. And uh, maybe could you just share a little bit about the beginnings of your devotion to St. Joseph and where that's led you uh, to present day?
1: Yeah, sure, Father. Uh, I-, I believe I... I- In terms of overall, my focus, like so many, has been our Blessed Mother. Uh, I am very devoted to her. I've always had been very devoted to her. When I give talks, it's always, you know, 30% of them are probably on Our Lady. Uh, But on my own, I I do pray to St. Joseph from time to time. But this year, as you've already uh, introduced here, uh, the fact that it's now dedicated to St. Joseph, I think we can focus more on why we need devotion to St. Joseph. Um, as our spiritual father uh because and also to the holy family of which of course he's part of uh, i think there's a lot of application uh uh here in this year uh in our lives spiritually in our lives and in everyday life that we have someone who is uh, close to our lord our blessed mother and he can certainly intercede for us uh, so it is very important um i think uh, i've put together this rosary book uh in honor of saint joseph there's a short story behind it because that sort of intensified some of my love for him and the need for him in my in my life it's kind of a funny story if i could share that with you um i was up in st louis uh, this was about six seven years ago and uh, i was up there giving a talk but at the same time we were trying to sell our house in houston and um i was in touch with my wife day to day to see how it's going and you know there's that old Uh, uh, sort of practice of burying St. Joseph in the ground to to sell your house, right, and I went over to the shrine of St. Joseph, which is a beautiful uh, church and shrine uh, in St. Louis, just north of downtown there, and I uh, went in there, and I sort of kiddingly said to St. Joseph, you know, St. Joseph, I know I could bury you in the ground here, but I'm just going to pray a rosary and uh, just pray to you and ask for your help, but you've got one week. If you don't sell my house in one week, into the ground you go, you know, just kidding with them. Sure. And by God, at the end of the day, my wife called me and there's a contract on the house. So I figured, well, you know what? I know he's got a sense of humor now at least. And I, so I decided to do something for him. And that's where this rosary book uh, came about, how it came about the whole idea of it uh, and putting this together to meditate on the life of St. Joseph.
0: Yeah, St. Joseph really came through for you. And that's that's comical in a sense that you make the little request and right away uh, comes through. Now, I know that lots of people have tried that. Uh, and a lot of people testify to the fact that I buried St. Joseph and it worked. Okay, yeah, it worked, sure. Some people recommend, you know, instead of burying him, why don't you just put him at the entryway of your house or something? And then just say a little prayer to St. Joseph every yes. day, asking him to help you sell your house. You know, but this is just one way, a common way that people have expressed devotion to St. Joseph really as a real estate agent. Now, one of the things you mentioned is that you put together a little rosary in honor of St. Joseph. And, of course, we're very familiar with the rosary, especially the Dominican rosary, in which we have the four sets of mysteries, the fourth one added by Pope St. John Paul II, We have the joyful, the sorrowful and the glorious, the traditional mysteries, but also then to the luminous mysteries, which were added in the early 2000s. But what you've done is you've created, you've crafted a set of mysteries that focus specifically on the life of St. Joseph. And could you just maybe, what was the the idea behind that? How did you come up with the different mysteries uh, for this project?
1: Yeah, I uh, well, first of all, uh, it is permissible to use other uh, biblical references to create, so to speak, a rosary. Uh, it was mentioned in the 1973 USCCB document, Behold Your Mother, Woman of Faith. Uh, they mentioned that it's still a legitimate rosary as long as you're using biblical um, uh, passages and so forth for meditations on the life of Jesus and, of course, the Holy Family years. And so that's what I based that on. So it was a matter of going through scriptures and using uh, the Holy Family really, because of course he's already part of the Holy Family all through what is mentioned in scriptures. So that's how it started. And so the five I selected, uh, you have the ordeal of Joseph. Uh, We all know this where uh, he finds out that our blessed mother is to be the mother of Jesus. And of course he had to deal with this. How did this happen until he had the, the dream? All right, so, but he went through suffering there and distress uh how can this be um you can imagine the patience and trust mary must have have uh, had when her husband realized she was with child two so that i think it caused a great deal of tension and uh, um uh, concern by both of them so that was the first one uh, and the second one uh, i selected was the birth of jesus you know how they had a search for a room now here he has his pregnant wife our blessed mother and they have no place to go so you can imagine, uh, I know I would have been a very impatient person, uh, that's one of my weaknesses is patience, but to be able to be the loving gardening, uh, guardian of a family here uh, and, and here coming, and he had no place to take her, um, and so clearly this had to cause a great deal of concern for him. And then the third one, uh, I have Simeon's prophecy uh, in Luke, uh, I should be mentioning the scriptural verses, but I think we're all familiar with in Luke 2.22 and following uh, uh, where uh, they bring the Christ child into the temple with uh, St. Simeon. And uh, he hears St. Simeon talking about our lady's heart will be pierced by a sword, uh, suffer uh, as well because of the sign of contradiction. She's going to be the mother of the sign of contradiction. Well, Joseph is hearing all of this. So he's got to be concerned, the suffering of our blessed mother. All right. And, And then the fourth, I go into the flight into Egypt, um uh, and that had to be uh, a great concern knowing that Herod's going to be coming after the Christ child and here they have to take that difficult journey into Egypt so you can tell all of these involve suffering um you as any uh, uh parent would uh and this is one of the beautiful things how we, we can relate his ordeals to our or- ordeals every day you know so and then the last one i have is finding jesus in the temple Lost the Christ child. You know, that's obviously another um, aspect of St. Joseph's life. And I mentioned also the speculation of the death of Joseph. Uh, What was God's plan and purpose here? Uh, Mary would not be caring for him, uh, but would instead be following her son as a disciple and so forth. Was this part of God's providential plan to not have Joseph present uh, for the rest of his life? So, I mean, you, you think about these things and I have other prayers in here as well, but um, so I think it's interesting to follow the life of you, even though there's not a lot of specifics, as you mentioned, we can still uh, speculate on what a father would go through if you're, if you're there and you're the father of, of, of the blessed mother, so to speak, uh, as a foster father, of course, but, um, what suffering would you have gone through and how can you relate that to everyday life in your family? You know, so, uh, that's sort of the makeup of the booklet and uh, sure.
0: Well, one of the things I really
1: uh, Go ahead,
0: yeah, one of the things I really appreciate is what you drew out that, you know, we can come up with these different mysteries uh, for the meditation on the Rosary. And so you've done that with St. Joseph of, of course, a few of them, three of the five that you mentioned actually, are mysteries of the joyful mystery. But when we prayed in this fashion, we're specifically emphasizing, the role of St Joseph his role there and everything like that so so we use our meditation to draw us into the person of who St Joseph is you know for myself i've often proposed like the early life of mary mysteries now you mentioned they have to be connected to the scriptures which might be a little uh, sketchy then for my proposal but You know, the fact of Anne and Joachim, they're praying for a child. And so that's like your first mystery, the prayer of Anne and Joachim. The second would be the Immaculate Conception. The third would be Mary's presentation in the temple. The fourth would be her marriage to Joseph. The fifth would be, you know, so I I, I don't have them specifically memorized. I tweeted them out back, probably on the feast of the presentation of Mary on November 21st. So I just have to go back to that date to find them. But it's a practice that I've employed. I know that there are other mysteries. You could pray with different events of the Gospels and to do so, uh, asking Mary to pray with you. Now, when you mention this Rosary of St. Joseph, your five mysteries, of course, there could be other mysteries and maybe people substitute them. Maybe you pray. I bet you could at least make it seven decades. Actually, you could do um, you could do saint joseph's uh you know kind of the uh the choice of mary so you could do something with that um that comes from the Proto evangelium of james where they pass around the lily and then it flowers when it gets to to saint joseph so like joseph and mary meeting the first time you could do you could do the marriage of joseph and mary uh so there's a lot there that you could actually add or even as you mentioned you could add the dormition dormition of saint joseph so his death Um, You could pray with that. And what that means to have Jesus and Mary right there. And uh, with this rosary, with the different mysteries, then you just pray like a normal rosary, correct? Like you would pray the Apostles Creed and the first part, and then you'd announce the mystery. And then you'd pray the 10, the Our Father, the 10 Hail Marys and the Glory Be. Is that right? You would just go right through the normal rosary.
1: Yeah, in fact, I have a, it's not one of the mysteries, but I actually talk about the marriage of Mary and Joseph, that it was a true marriage, that's sometimes questioned, Uh, and Mary was not an unwed mother, I try to undo that, it's quite clear in scriptures, Joseph was her husband, Uh, betrothed in the Old Testament does not mean uh, as it does in our uh, culture, uh, engaged. Okay. So I, I deal with that, but these could be a mystery too, just the marriage of, of, of Mary and Joseph. Um, I think I go off with that. So like you're saying, uh, there's room for creativity, uh, centered on scriptures. Uh, even if it's a case of some speculation, uh, in terms of the details, nonetheless, you knew these events happened. You know, I think that's the case. Yes.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things too, um, I've actually done a little study. I wrote a piece for Catholic Exchange um, back maybe three, four, five years ago now, several years ago. Uh, and I looked at the question of whether or not Joseph was present at the visitation, because sometimes in artistic depictions, you'll see Saint Joseph there. And so I said, well, you know, that's that's something we don't often think of. And you talk about the ordeal of St. Joseph, him finding out that Mary is with child. Like I think we often think that that happens when Mary returns from Ein Kerem, from seeing Elizabeth and being there. And so maybe Joseph goes and leaves and comes back to get Mary. You know, so I went to some of the mystics. I went to Venerable uh, Maria of Agreda. I went to um, Anne Catherine Emmerich. And in their writings, Ah. you know, they propose that St. Joseph went along on the journey. So I shared a little bit about that in a piece I wrote, and I'm sure that in this year of St. Joseph, that's going to be resurfacing, especially around May 31st. But again, that's another point about St. Joseph that we could actually meditate on his his travels. You know, he traveled to Bethlehem, as you mentioned. He traveled previously, perhaps with the Blessed Mother to visit Elizabeth and Zechariah. So there is a lot there. Um, Sometimes we just think, oh, there's just a few occurrences of St. Joseph in the scriptures, but really there's there's a lot. And we can unpack these biblical mysteries. We can ask Mary, the spouse of St. Joseph, as we pray, Holy Mary, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Well, he's going to help us. Uh, She's going to help us know more about St. Joseph. And St. Joseph, as Father Donald Calloway points out on like day six or seven of the Consecration of St. Joseph book says that, well, Joseph wants to increase our love for the Blessed Mother. So there's this mutual aspect there going on that Mary wants us to love Joseph. Joseph wants us to love Mary. And it's a, a very beautiful thing that we can ask Mary to help us to better understand Joseph and his role uh, with the Christ child and with her as well.
1: Yeah, and just think of, uh, he was a carpenter. Uh, I don't think he was as old as it's normally portrayed in artwork. Uh, he looks like he's about 75 years old. I think part of that was to protect Mary's virginity and artistic Correct. form. Uh, but really, this guy had a haul wood and whatever else. So he was probably a lot younger than it's portrayed. And so you you picture him in the shop with Jesus. Can you imagine how that all worked out? And and working together, a father son relationship there, uh, just in everyday life. Uh, and that, and you know, he really is a model for our youth, uh, for in, in terms of his purity and chastity, uh, especially uh, young boys. Uh, I think St. Joseph uh, meditating on that, that aspect would relate very well to uh, everyday life with regard to our young people.
0: Yeah, and not just young boys, as you mentioned, but probably for all men, we look to St. Joseph and as you mentioned, that model of purity and and, and such, but also for for husbands to look to Joseph to be, well, how am I to be a good husband? St. Joseph served Mary, served the Holy Family. He put his life at service of his spouse and child. So that's a model for a husband. Well, how was he a father? And so you ask St. Joseph, help me to be a better father to my children. Yes. So there's all these different ways that really we can relate to St. Joseph. I think often we just think of St. Joseph. Well, he's called the patron of a happy and a holy death. And I pray this prayer to him. And maybe, you know, you pray that little prayer card or prayer in a prayer book. You know, you know, bring the bring the Christ child to you and kiss him in my name and be there present for me when I draw my last dying breath or something like that. That that little prayer. Right. That's a way in which people are devoted but I think that we can take our devotion beyond these scripted prayers. And as we've shared, look at them as models worthy of our imitation to be inspired by their heroic example and the way in which they lived their life. So that's that's really what we're looking at during this year of St. Joseph. How can he inform our lived expression of Christianity? How can we bring him into our prayer life? How can he help us as we meditate on him and Mary and Jesus? Uh, as we meditate on that holy family and becoming holy families ourselves.
1: Yeah, and we can consecrate ourselves to the holy family, of course. Uh, But, uh, you know, we don't normally consecrate ourselves to the saints. But this is an exception with St. Joseph because of his holiness as a spiritual father, we can turn to and entrust ourselves to him. But also remember our nation. You know, he's the spiritual father of the church at a time when uh, the uh, persecution of Christians uh, and uh, the, the trouble we have in our nation today, I think we need to have recourses to St. Joseph, if not just for the protection of, of, of the church, but I think also for our nation as well. Um, so uh, to, uh, I, I think he's also someone we can turn to.
0: So Richard, if people wanna learn more about this Rosary of St. Joseph that you've put together, you've given me permission to upload it to a Google Drive or to make it available through download. So I'll share that link with people and they can print it out. Um, You'll have to like format maybe your printer to print like the way that it's set up, Uh, but it'll help you to know these mysteries. Maybe you just write down the mysteries. Perhaps, here's a question. When would you recommend people to pray the Rosary of St. Joseph? Would you recommend them to do it on Wednesday since that's the traditional day of St. Joseph? Or um, what's your vision for people and, and praying these mysteries?
1: Sure, Uh, first of all, being it's the year of St. Joseph, as you know, if you read the uh, Holy Father's uh, letter and so forth, uh, he uh, got it off to the side here, uh, the uh, apostolic letter, Patris Cordae, uh, there are six uh, um, ways we can uh, obtain a a plenary indulgence. And believe it or not, just praying with this booklet, you can actually fulfill three of them uh, because you're you're, you're saying prayers to St. Joseph, you got the rosary involved and so forth. Uh, it does have a an imprimatur, by the way, so the booklet can be used in churches. It's already being used here locally in a few churches, but uh, so you can do this really at any time. This is the year of St. Joseph, so pick a time, I would say at least once a week, where you spend time with St. Joseph, and you can use this as one uh, vehicle. And you mentioned you have a beautiful set here uh, related to the Stations of the Cross that I hope you'll pursue, maybe talk a little bit more about that, Father, because sure. I, th- I think it does kind of link in many ways to these ordeals that St. Joseph went through, um, and, and just any time, really, uh, but may- maybe at least once a week.
0: Yeah, so pray the rosary of St. Joseph once a week, find that day, you know, it doesn't hurt, maybe if you pray the traditional rosary to pray two sets, of, uh, two sets of rosaries in a day, 10 decades, that, that doesn't do any harm or foul there, Uh, do you recommend that as people pray the prayer of the rosary of St. Joseph, you know, we, we typically say the Fatima prayer, Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of mercy. And of course, Joseph has a connection to Fatima and we're going to talk about that in May with a guest because Joseph appears in the final vision of Fatima on October 13th. So there's that connection. Do you recommend maybe praying like uh, St. Joseph uh, pray for me or, like adding that to after the mystery or adding a specific prayer to St. Joseph? Um, Any recommendation there? Or would you just say, pray the mysteries and say a prayer to St. Joseph at the end?
1: Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, incorporating additional prayers at the beginning of the end. You know, you would be surprised in other cultures, how much variance they have on the prayers in the beginning or at the end. Sometimes the Hail Holy Queen is at the at the beginning instead of the end and things like that. So I mean that part is is not a problem at all, especially concluding the rosary to include prayers to Saint Joseph. Um so uh certainly uh, we have usually we pray the prayer to Saint Michael too and others. So let let's just tack it to the end. Uh sure. even if you're just playing the regular rosary with the with the standard four mystery sets of mysteries we have today. Uh, just tack the prayer on the end that uh, you sure just, out of your heart you know
0: and of- our holy father pope francis in that letter patris corde actually has a prayer to saint joseph so you could use yeah. pope francis's prayer you could use any number of prayers i'm sure that john paul in redemptoris custus um that he uh, wrote one in the guardian of the redeemer uh and there was that that letter or that encyclical uh, maybe a quadra uh I can't remember the Latin, but it, it was written maybe on the hundredth anniversary of the decoration. Yeah, of-
1: uh, yes.
0: Fact, so there's yeah, probably in fact, prayers in, in there the, too.
1: The last page of my booklet has a prayer to Saint Joseph by Pope Leo the Thirteenth, taken from that document. So it's okay. very old. Uh, so that's actually in the rosary booklet. So you can pull that one out there. And there's another one, prayer to by Pope Pius the Tenth. I have in there. Let's pray to Saint Joseph as we labor. It's a prayer. Uh, again, uh, uh, you know, in, in our work, everyday work devoted to labor. So uh, there's a couple of here, but there are others. I mean, you can pull in some from, uh, I bet EWTN probably has uh, some good ones on sure. uh, their website, you know, that would probably work too.
0: Well, that's great. And there's many different ways we can express our devotion to St. Joseph, common ways through the litany of St. Joseph. I invite you to incorporate the Rosary of St. Joseph to use these mysteries of St. Joseph's life to focus your own prayer on saint joseph and so right now uh, we're going to end here this cup of saint joe we not only serve you an espresso shot of teaching that we've done today but we also serve that devotion and partly that's already been served as we talk about this new form of rosary praying but also through concluding with the litany of saint joseph so join me now and Richard, I'll lead, and then you'll just respond with the typical responses. So
1: Yes. Okay, fine. Thank you, Father. Good.
0: Lord, have mercy on us. Mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us.
1: Mercy on us.
0: Jesus, hear us.
1: Have mercy on us.
0: God, the Father of heaven.
1: Have mercy on
0: us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world.
1: mercy on us.
0: God, the Holy Spirit.
1: Have mercy on us.
0: Holy Trinity, one God.
1: Have mercy on
0: us. Holy Mary.
1: Mercy on us. uh, Pray for us. (laughs) Sorry, St. Joseph. Pray for us.
0: (laughs) Renowned offspring of David. Pray for us. Light of patriarchs. Pray for us. Spouse of the mother of God. Pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin. Foster father of the son of God. God. Pray for us. Diligent protector of Christ. Pray for us. Head of the holy family. Pray for us. Joseph most just. Pray for us. Joseph most chaste. Joseph most prudent. Joseph, most strong. Joseph, most obedient.
1: Pray for us.
0: Joseph, most faithful. Pray for us. Mirror of patience. Pray for us. Lover of poverty. Pray for us. Model of artisans. Pray for us. Glory of home life. Pray for us. Guardian of virgins. Pray for us. Pillar of families. Pray for us. Solace of the wretched. Pray for us. Hope of the sick. Pray for us. Patron of the dying. Pray for us. Terror of demons.
1: Pray for us.
0: Protector of the Holy Church.
1: Pray for us.
0: Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, O Lord. Lord. He made him Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, in your ineffable providence, you are pleased to choose Blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant, we beg you, that we may be worthy to have him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Richard. Uh, I really appreciate our conversation. Uh, One of the things, you know, that kind of sticks out to me as uh, as we end our, our talk today is that that really this rosary that you made for St. Joseph, you did this a few years ago in gratitude because St. Joseph obtained for you a request. You said, St. Joseph, pray for me. I want to sell my house. And then he did this and you did something as an act of love, as an act of devotion. And I think that's a beautiful sentiment for all of us that as we encounter different, uh, different answered prayers, well, how do we give thanks to God? Do we give something back? Do we do something? Do we promote it? Do we share it? So so think about that, especially as we begin to more and more powerfully ask the intercession of St. Joseph, well, what can you give in return in gratitude for his prayers? And so uh, thanks so much for joining me today, Richard. And uh, we'll make your book available through social media and online. And uh, hopefully we'll get lots of people praying the rosary reflecting on St. Joseph.
1: Yes, thank you Father for having me and i uh, say goodbye also to your whoever's listening on and uh, uh have a blessed day blessed week and uh keep me in your prayers too uh as i continue my ministry as well thank you father
0: well beautiful and so i thank you all this week for joining me again for a cup of st joe for a special shot of teaching and devotion about st joseph st joseph join me next week as we continue our our year long adventure and study of st joseph And next week, March begins the month of St. Joseph in which his feast day falls. More about that as the weeks progress. Thanks for listening. God bless and may St. Joseph be our protector and our intercessor.
1: Amen.